0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. I believe it's episode 22 already. Um, Over the past couple days, I have gotten a couple comments that have um, asked me to speak a little bit more quickly. They were wondering, what do you sound like when you speak at a normal rate? So that's what I would like to do for today. Is you'll notice, at least for this first part, um, I will speak in a normal rate. Very similar to how I would speak to my friends, my family, my students. So it is going to be a little quicker. And then maybe I'll wait a couple days and I'll publish part two. But based on like people saying, oh, that was a little bit too quick for me. Or I'd rather you speak a little more slowly. So I will gauge that by the comments I get on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and HelloTalk. A lot of people have gotten in touch with me on HelloTalk through private messaging or or whatever. So today, I'm on a big food kick. Big food kick. I would like to do another food-inspired episode. And this will be a two-parter. Because it gets rather long um, at the end. But I was thinking, you know, the United States, what do we have that's unique? And I think when you talk about entertainment or music, I think maybe we do. But because we're such a young country, compared to like Greece and Turkey and China and Iran, our food might not be that unique like when i think of unique food um i go out for like chinese food which i will talk about like that's number 29 how i didn't realize oh chinese food in america that's not really what they eat in china i had no idea until i was like in my 20s um thai food you know we go out for thai food chinese food mexican food japanese food And the American stuff, it just seems like we kind of have borrowed from, like, Germany and other places that we don't really have anything unique to us. So I did a little searching on the web and tried to find what others have said was the most, like, American food. So I wanted to talk about it. I will leave the link on the um, episode notes just so you can follow along if you would like me to read through. So there's probably not as much reading as the past episode where we did um, the uh, fast food chains in the world, the top 10. Uh, So this one is a little bit more of me giving my opinion on the foods that are listed. But at least there are some great pictures. So if you haven't heard of like a corn dog, you can take a look at the picture and you can see like, oh, you get a good idea of what that is. So uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope this is an enjoyable episode for you. Please leave comments on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Tell me if I'm doing a good job. Tell me if I could do a better job in, in one way or the other. You guys have been great. Thank you so much for your support. And I hope by the end of this episode, you are feeling really hungry. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alright, so let's do it. This is about the average way I speak. It'll be a little bit quicker. Hopefully you'll be able to follow along. If it's too quick for you, maybe put me down to like, instead of one times the speed, you know, 0.75 or 0.5. But I don't think I'll be talking that much quicker. It'll just maybe give you an idea of like how... An American talks, you know, in a normal pace. So here we go. Ranked 29 foods that Americans do best. When it comes to cuisine, America lives up to the adage, bigger is better. An adage is just a synonym for saying adage. In honor of July 4th, of course, it's still January, but this article was written apparently around the 4th of July. We choose the 29 most American foods. Some are fast food concoctions that combine a variety of U.S. favorites, while others are variations on ethnic dishes that Americans have made their own. Chances are you love one of these delicious treats. 29. America's version of Chinese food looks nothing like what you would find in China. That's what I've heard Uh, growing up as a, as a kid, we used to get Chinese food all the time. In fact, one of our traditions in my family with my mom and my dad and my brother and my sister was that we would get Chinese food on Christmas Eve because nobody in my family wanted to cook, but um, the people who ran the Chinese food restaurants, I thought were from China and they didn't really celebrate Christmas to my knowledge. So they were um, open late on Christmas Eve. So that was one of the traditions in my family growing up. We'd go, I think my dad would go get um, Chinese food on Christmas Eve and we would have it. So that was a big tradition. And it wasn't until I was probably in my like 20s where people were like, "Uh, yeah, that's not what they eat in China. That's not real. But um, I kind of love Chinese food. It has a ton of salt Um, And not the greatest for you, but it's good. Uh, Fried rice, not white rice. We get fried rice and orange chicken or sesame chicken. It's good stuff. Little did I know, that's not what they eat in China. Number 28, gumbo is a southern dish with variations all over the United States. So when I was in my 20s, I lived in Alabama. And my wife's family lived in Louisiana, so we would often go and visit. Louisiana is in the south. If you've heard of New Orleans, that's the big city in Louisiana. So we would visit every so often, and there they did have gumbo, this thing called gumbo. And you can sometimes get it with shrimp or chicken, but it's a spicy soup, usually rice-based and it's spicy, and it's good, and um, I think it just came from having a bunch of uh, leftover ingredients, so people living in Louisiana, um, specifically, they're called Cajuns, they would just, I think, throw a bunch of stuff into a pot, mix it maybe with a little chicken broth, a little spice, and you got some gumbo, but it is absolutely delicious, and it is A Cajun dish. Popular in New Orleans. Number 27. I know I'm, I'm an American, but this is a bit of a mystery to me. Number 27 is cheese curds are a favorite in the American Midwest. I don't know what cheese curds are. And I'm looking at the picture. I mean, I know what cheese curds are. Cheese curds are like chunks of cheese like cut up and there is a french dish or excuse me excuse me a canadian dish called poutine and it's made with cheese curds french fries and gravy but these cheese curds in the pitcher, they look like breaded and fried so this is definitely something that is must be unique to the american midwest And when we say American Midwest, we're talking about places like Ohio, Illinois, um, Detroit and Chicago might be some of the more famous cities in the American Midwest. So cheese curds, American cheese curds, at least are a bit of a mystery to me. I know I like my cheese curds and my poutine, but I don't know just like plain cheese curds. So, sorry I can't give more insight into number 26. Uh, sorry, number 27. 26, however, I do know quite a bit about. Number 26 is Southern-style fried chicken sandwiches topped with pickles or widely available. Chick-fil-A sells America's favorite chicken sandwich. That is true. 100% true. When I used to live in the South, we had Chick-fil-A's all over the place. And they are so popular that they have people in the parking lot directing traffic. No lie. There are people like when you land on a plane and they have those two orange like cones that are trying to direct you in, it's exactly what it looks like when you're going to Chick-fil-A. People are saying, oh, come to this drive through if you're going here. They're literally directing traffic in the parking lot. It's so busy at lunchtime. So the chicken sandwich, it's a chicken patty. Breaded, fried, put it in between a bun, put some pickles on it, call it good. Now, this did not make the list, but it is a Southern thing, and I love it. It's the chicken biscuit. Chicken biscuit. Think of the chicken sandwich. Instead of, like, the hamburger bun, put chicken patty in between a biscuit. And there's a place in the South called Whataburger. They take that chicken biscuit put honey butter over it. I think I mentioned it in another podcast. Oh, so good. Number 26, chicken sandwich. Number 25, this one's funny, I think. America does healthy with wedge salads. A wedge of lettuce covered in creamy dressing and bacon. And if you look at the picture, yeah, a wedge salad. You take a whole head of lettuce Pretty much cut it in quarters, cut it in fourths, stick some bacon on it, stick some dressing on it, you get yourself a wedge salad. So, definitely not healthy if you're looking at the picture. Bacon and like creamy dressing is not good for you, but it's pretty good. It's what a lot of Americans might consider healthy. Number 24. Tex-Mex tacos are totally American. The Doritos Loco Taco is one of the best-selling fast food innovations of all time. It's an American classic. So, Taco Bell, and just a couple days ago I did um, the top fast food chains in the world. Don't believe Taco Bell was on there. But Taco Bell is pretty um, popular, in the United States, and they sell tacos um, pretty cheaply. You can go in and get some tacos. But what they did, and I'm not sure if every country has Doritos, but they made a taco shell out of Doritos. If your country doesn't have Doritos, you're probably familiar with potato chips, or in England, I believe they call them crisps. Doritos are similar to that. I mean, they're packaged the same way. They're crispy, crunchy little things, but the Doritos are in the form of a triangle, and they got some spices on the outside, and if you eat a lot of them, your hands tend to get that cheese all over them. Well, Taco Bell, like I said, made a taco shell completely out of Doritos, And um, hard shell tacos aren't exactly my thing, but I tried a couple. They're pretty good. I like the soft tacos better, but number 24, yeah, Tex-Mex tacos. I guess that's uh, an American thing. 23. Now, we're going back to the American Midwest. So states like Ohio, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, I'm not that familiar with this thing. But Cincinnati's Chili, served over spaghetti, is a world-famous cuisine. I think I've heard of this. I think they call it, like, Skyline Chili. And it's a fast food chain that can pretty much only be found in the American Midwest. And this article here is the first time I've ever heard of chili over spaghetti, though. So, again, sorry, Number 23 is one I really can't comment on, but i totally try. Number 22, right back to things I can comment on. 22, biscuits are a classic at both breakfast and dinner. Red Lobster's Chicken Bay biscuits are wildly popular. Um, Little story about Red Lobster. It is a chain, not fast food. Um, you sit down... And in the United States, we actually tip our servers. Um, If it's fast food, you don't have a server to tip, you know, like your Burger Kings, your McDonald's, your Wendy's. There's no server to tip. But Red Lobster is a restaurant where you sit down, takes a little longer to get your food. And if the service is really good, you tip the waiter, tip the waitress, give them a little extra for the good job that they did. Well, Red Lobster is one of those restaurants. Um, Other kind of famous ones in the United States might be like Olive Garden, Applebee's, Red Robin. Well, Red Lobster tried to open up a couple locations in my state, but it didn't work out. Because my state of Maine, if you heard the um, podcast on the New England states, My state of Maine is known worldwide for lobster. So when a lobster restaurant tried to come in, it just didn't find any business because people were used to getting even fresher lobster than what they were serving. But I have heard that they're biscuits. And if you look at that picture in the article, it gives you a really good example of what a biscuit is. They put uh, cheddar cheese on theirs, which is supposed to make it even better. What I do... And I learned this living in the South, living in Alabama, is I do make, I make buttermilk biscuits from scratch. And then I fry up some bologna and then I put some mustard on it in between the biscuit. It's really good. It's really good. If I ever make them again, I will uh, put a picture on like all the social media that I have now, like the Twitter the old Facebook. I'll put it on um, Instagram, all that stuff. Really good, um, you know, but it's not that healthy for you. And I mean, a lot of us in the United States, we're just not all into that health stuff. I try to every so often. I'll get on a kick where I'll get a little healthy, but fried bologna biscuits just taste so good. 21. S'mores s'mores can be found at any american campground this might be uniquely american i'm not sure but i have had many s'mores um sitting around a campfire in the summer if you've never had a s'more i'll tell you how to make a s'more if you've already had one you may just want to fast forward 30 seconds but a s'more only three ingredients graham crackers marshmallows hershey bar what you do is you get your marshmallow you toast it over the fire you get it toasted like nice and slow so that the middle of the marshmallow gets all like gooey and then you take your two graham crackers and you get your chocolate bar put it on one of the graham crackers. It helps if you have a friend, because it's hard to do it with uh, only two hands. It's almost like you need a third hand. So you have the uh, two pieces of graham cracker with your chocolate on the bottom one. And then your friend can slide a marshmallow in between, and then you put the graham cracker, the two sides of the graham cracker, you put them together, and then the marshmallow gets a little smushy. Wait a couple minutes. The hot marshmallow will melt the chocolate, and then you have a nice s'more. If you've never had a s'more, I highly recommend it. If you can find graham crackers, marshmallows, Hershey bars in your country, and you get a fire, why not make one? There was something that kind of blew my mind. Um, It was either last year or the year before. Now, I've lived 44 years, and I think when I was 44, someone brought not only Hershey bars to the party to the campfire but they brought like different candy bars. Like there was um I think a crunch bar in there and somebody brought uh Reese's cups. And they were like, yeah, you can it doesn't have to be Hershey bars that you make s'mores with. You can make s'mores with pretty much any kind of chocolate. I didn't realize that. It's good to know. I tried a couple. I'm going to stick with the Hershey's, but it's good for a change. Number 20. Corn dogs. This is maybe something you've never heard of. It is definitely uniquely American. Corn dogs are a food only Americans could have invented and are often found at fairs. Alright, there will be a theme throughout these, and it's like, cheese, bread, meat. This hot dog might not have any cheese on um, this corn dog sorry this corn dog may not have any cheese but the bread and the hot dog part is certainly there so you take a hot dog shove a stick through it you gotta get some kind of batter it's almost like a pancake batter if you've ever had pancakes it's the batter you use for that you just dredge you just like soak The hot dog in the batter. And then you fry it. And that's your corn dog. And it's nice and crispy on the outside. I love to put ketchup and mustard on it. Again, these are not the healthiest foods for you. But they taste good. Number 19. This is again, this is popular more probably in the south. But oh, it's good. Chicken and waffles. Number 19, chicken and waffles is a dish that has exploded in popularity in recent years. So waffles, I think they're a European thing, at least. I think I think they started in Belgium. I'm not sure. When I was in Belgium about 20 years ago, I had a lot of waffles. Right on the side of the, uh, the street, you can just pick up waffles. Um, so those are good. So put down some waffles, put some fried chicken on top. And then top it all with maple syrup, that's chicken and waffles. I like my chicken to be boneless, but a lot of people just use fried chicken. So that's an option. If you have chicken, you have waffles, and you have maple syrup in your country, I suggest you combine all three. Try it out. Let me know how it went. All right, and the last one for today, because this is getting a bit long. We'll split this up into a couple parts. Number 19, cupcakes. Cupcakes are an American obsession. Yes, cupcakes. People get cupcakes for pretty much any special occasion. If you go back to the podcast that I talked about for holidays, any of those holidays I talk about, you can make a cupcake for it. So, um, like for 4th of July, some people make cakes out of cupcakes. They'll just put a whole bunch of red White, blue cupcakes in the same order that would make the American flag? Celebrate 4th of July with cupcakes. St. Patrick's Day, people make green cupcakes. For your birthday, you could get cupcakes for that. And the type of cupcakes that you get are pretty much endless. You can have strawberry cupcakes. You can have lemon cupcakes. You can have chocolate cupcakes. Pretty much any flavor that you could get candy in or uh, anything sweet you can make a cupcake out of it so i hope uh you enjoyed this i definitely hope it wasn't too quick for you i tried my best to speak in just what was a normal rate you know Um, i threw in pretty much the you knows the likes how i would talking to a friend of mine or talking my class as a teacher Um, So I hope you tune in for part two, and I hope you enjoyed um, the first few of the 29, and we'll get to the uh, second half real soon. Thank you for listening.